I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. Is it really possible to think and grow rich? If you've read the book, Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, he outlines some steps that you can think and grow rich. But is it really possible? What does the science say? Now, Napoleon Hill's book has been one of the top selling business books over time. And there is a reason for that. So in this video, I'm going to talk to you about what the neuroscience principles behind think and grow rich. Take a walk with me. The first step that Napoleon Hill outlines to thinking and growing rich is you got to have a burning desire with a definite purpose towards something that's meaningful to you. Let's break this down. The burning desire, right? When we have a burning desire for something, we are truly passionate about, about that thing. But you see, passion alone in itself is very dangerous because if you look at that word origin of passion, the word passion actually means suffering. But when we're passionate about something, we just have an intense emotional feeling about it. That is the amygdala speaking, right? The amygdala, the brainstem, these are central parts of our brain that are in charge of strong, emotional, intense feelings. So if you have on passion alone, that doesn't involve the higher cortical regions of our brain that's in charge of reason and rationale. So when we are just going on passion alone, we are more having an impulse based on an, uh, on strong, intense emotions and feelings about something, but it does not involve the rational parts and the cortical parts of our brain, which is involved in thinking things through, right? And so that is why the first component is having a a burning desire, but the second component is having meaningful purpose. Now, meaningful purpose involves those higher cortical structures, right? The executive centers of the brain where you have a definite purpose and a reason for doing something. That reason plus the passion is where you have the intersection between your passion, your proclivity, which is what you're good at, and also your purpose, right? So that is why you must have both. Passion alone can be very dangerous because that's why sometimes when you are involved in something that your emotions can become very fleeting, right? And that's why our passions, they could change with the wind. But when you have a burning desire plus a meaningful purpose, then you know your true why for doing it. And you are performing something, you are pursuing something with a definite rationale behind it, with a deeper thinking behind it. 
your purpose will allow you to overcome the tr- and triumph over your fleeting passions. Now, the next part of Napoleon Hill's thinking and growing rich was to influencing your subconscious mind, believing, visualization, and imagination. Let's break that down using neuroscience principles. About the subconscious mind, you see, we have all been programmed by society, by what our parents say, what our, what our teachers say, any, authentic, any authority institution like academic institutions or maybe church, right? We've been programmed since birth to believe things that we aren't, we aren't even aware of, right? We're, we're programmed to believe things and to do things as a result of what we believe, and we're not even aware of the reasons why we're doing it. It's just what is. It has become a default pattern. And so you see, all the results that you have in your career, in your business, in your relationship, in your fitness, your health, and in your life are a result, most of them, 99% of them are a result of your subconscious mind. You see, people always say that they're trying to succeed. They're trying to create more income, but you can't try to do it, right? People who are trying to succeed aren't trying to succeed in as much as people who fail are trying to fail. Both of those results, success and failure, they happen automatically. They are a result of our subconscious mind. And so when Napoleon Hill was talking about influencing our subconscious mind, it is around knowing what is that programming, that operating system subconsciously that we're not even aware of. What is it, that operating system that we have? And how How is that operating system producing the results that you have in your life? The subconscious mind includes everything that you are believing to be true about yourself, about your situation, about what you think you should do or what you think you ought to do. Like, have you ever wondered why there are so many people who have midlife crises, who wake up one morning and say to themselves and realize to themselves that, I don't know how I got here in my career. I don't know how I chose this career path. I kind of just fell into it, right? And now I don't know what else I can do because I have been doing this for 15 years or 20 years or 25 years and I don't know what else to do, right? And that happens because subconsciously, since birth, since growing up in elementary school, in high school, and in college, we've been programmed, we've been indoctrinated by messaging from all around us that what we, the shoulds and oughts to do in our life. We were programmed, for example, to believe that in order to have a good job, we have to go to school and get good grades so that we can get into a good college and then get good grades there, and then we can get a good job. And that subconscious programming is all around us, and we don't even realize it. And so we do things out of what we believe, stories we tell ourselves, and our beliefs create our reality. So that is happening in our subconscious mind, right? And that goes in line with another thing that Napoleon Hill said, was that it starts with your imagination. What you can envision in your mind, and here's the neuroscience principle about that. It all lies in an area in your brain called the reticular activating system. Now, the reticular activating system is simply just a bundle of nerves that is in your brainstem. And your brainstem is that part in your neck right below your skull, that's where your brainstem is. And it's a bundle of nerves that serves one purpose, right? The main purpose of it is that it serves as a filter, right? So let me give you an example. Have you ever been in a restaurant where the restaurant is so loud Right. You're there with a friend who's sitting across from you at the table and the restaurant is so loud. There's people talking, there's children crying and just people laughing and, and, and the TV is really loud. And so it's so you guys have to like talk to yourselves and you have to elevate your voice. But when you're talking to your friend, you're, you are so interested and focused on what your friend is telling you that all of a sudden you can't hear anything else around you. And all you can hear is the voice, the sound of the voice of your friend. So why is that true? is because you value your relationship with your friend, you value that time together, and you value that conversation, that nothing else around you is in your conscious awareness. 
And that's because of the reticular activating system. What you focus on expands. What you focus on, what you value is what you focus on, and therefore everything else gets filtered out by the reticular activating system. That's how it works. And here's the thing about the subconscious mind, is that the subconscious mind does not know what is real and what's imaginary, right? Like, have you ever thought about something that happened to you in the past? It could be a distant past or recent past, but it happened in the past. And as you think about it and you ruminate on it, all of a sudden you start to feel those exact same emotions as though you were in that moment, right? It's because your imagination and your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between what's really happening in your physical world and what's happening in your imaginary world, in the in- inner world inside of, your, inside of your mind. And so that's how powerful this is. So in Think and Grow Rich, imagination and visualization is one of the next steps in thinking and growing rich because your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between what's real and imaginary and what you focus on expands. Right. So the first step then is to have your passion with definite, a burning desire, your passion with definite focus. And the next step is to influence your subconscious mind because you will be living everything that you believe and also to have a vision and an imagination of that which you truly desire. Right. But that involves you having an awareness of how you have been operating that subconscious operating system in your mind and being able to replace that with one that will serve you towards what you desire and what you don't desire. If what I'm saying is resonating with you right now and you want to learn how to do those things for yourself, right? you want to create a similar result where you are able to shift into a career path that is fulfilling, where you are able to provide for yourself and your loved ones and contribute to the causes you care about, then here's what I have to offer. I have a mentorship program where I teach high achieving professionals how to achieve vocational confidence, how to transition into a career path of fulfillment and genuine where they are living out their purpose so that they can create the income they desire and the destiny that they want to carve out for themselves. Good candidates for this mentorship will be established professionals who've already created achievements in their career path but what's missing is a career path which they want to feel fulfilled a career path where they are creating the outcomes they desire for themselves a lifestyle that they can be proud of right and to be a living example to their children and the children's children so if that is you and you're serious about what it and you are serious about this and you want to create this result for yourself then i invite you to book a call with me there's going to be a link below this video just simply click on that link and choose a date and time that works for you. And what we'll do is we'll get on a quick chat to see if this is the right fit for you. And if so, enrollment will be very quick and easy. So click on the link below and we'll see you on the inside.